0: Hello and welcome to the Split Real Podcast. I'm Steve and again. Joining me as always, he's the VGL National Kickball Champion,
1: third prize runner-up, it's Gabe Acevedo. Ah, third prize up. I hate you so much. Hey, I am actually, I am. Whoop, whoop, bronze medal, baby. I'm a sports person, Steve. Who I know. I ever thought? A, a,
0: a bronze medal national champion in kickball. Yep. That's a great achievement. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it takes place in Las Vegas, right? It you was. I was in
1: Las Vegas this weekend.
0: Did they broadcast that on ESPN eight? The
1: Ocho. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the video Podcast. <laughs> I hate you so much. Right I mean, now. it sounds like exactly what
0: they would do, right? I mean, that's and probably,
1: they, they, probably. Have the dod-
0: they have the dodgeball championships on the Ocho. So mm. have,
1: I saw on ESPN that they have cornhole championships on ESPN. So why not? I mean, yeah, they're desperate for content. They don't care. They want all the sports. How are you?
0: I'm great, man. I'm doing really, really well. I mean, this week is this week's been good so far. Uh, we got some uh, good weekend, and then uh, we had a snow day on on Monday, which brings us to our to our to our theme for this week. I decided we you know because we got we had a bunch of snow over the weekend, and you know, a lot of our listeners are in the Northeast. Uh, <laughs> I know some of them are at least. They all got snow as well. So I figured why not give a snow episode, right? Let's dedicate the movie to an episode to movies about snow.
1: Yeah, it was a snow day here as well. Oh, wait. It wasn't.
0: No, we're actually like (laughs) recording this in the threat of dust storm blackouts. So
1: (laughs) I mean, you have snow, I have dust. What else can we have in this country?
0: A snowy dust storm.
1: That would be interesting. A nice mix of that.
0: Just add some more chaos into it.
1: We made the the chaos.
0: The dust storm would have been probably more fitting for when we recorded the episode on Dune, but you know.
1: Wow.
0: That would have been good. That would have been good.
1: It would have been cool. Nice effects, you know.
0: Destroy everything in this path, and you know, it's good stuff.
1: Absolutely. Heart. Anyway.
0: Anyway, so that's a an interesting introduction to this to this week. So we we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week, though. We're we're talking about snow movies, that's for sure. Actually, it's fun coming up with lists of this. So we'll we'll share some of our, our lists about recommending some movies to watch, basically that revolve around snow. We're also gonna be recapping probably right off the top here. We're gonna talk a little bit about some of the movies that we just recently watched and catch up on. So we'll we'll throw out a couple movies your way to to recommend uh, about movies to watch for sure so uh why don't we start off with that Uh, i think right off the bat in our headlines some stuff that came out really this weekend uh one movie you were really excited about and we've talked about a little bit in the past but things you're excited about we got the aptly named scream movie. it's not it's weird because it's the same name as the first one but it's just another scream it's the same but it's a continuation right it's like the fifth one is it it's fourth, the fifth, fifth it's the
1: fifth one yeah it's a continuation it's the fifth one, and but it's just called scream I, yeah i i they miss an opportunity to instead of using the s they should have used the five but in front of the title but why not yeah so scream we got scream after what 11 years 12 years since the since the last one and 25 years since the very first one we got a fifth Scream movie. Listen, everybody knows here um, I'm a huge horror fan. Scream is one of my favorite horror franchises ever. It blasted out in the 90s and it completely changed horror at that time, especially the slasher genre after coming out of the 80s with all the bloody slashers that we had. Um, So I was really excited. I was also excited to see the original cast coming back. Um, You know, we had Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Cox, and David Cox Arquette, Arquette coming back. Um, so that was really cool with a new batch of people Um, I'm happy I thought it was a really good movie Um, it's a very good take um, on the last few years and all these reboots and sequels and whatever we're getting from all these movies I think it's one of the best so far Um, it is a little predictable um, but the movie tells you like it, there's a moment in the movie that says oh what about this art house horror like get out and Baba Duke and us and stuff like that and they're like hey sometimes people just like what they like and it's okay to go back to the basics but i loved it i thought it was great it was great to see the the original three come back um i laughed i shed a tear um it's actually pretty scary there are there are cool scares in it and there are good gore moments as well so it's a little bit of everything that made Scream great Um, yeah and I'm happy as a Scream fan I am happy I put it third on my ranking out of the five so it was a good return to Scream now we'll just have to wait and see if we get a a sixth and seventh one
0: I'm happy for you I'm not you know I'm not a fan of like horror films (laughs) at all I can appreciate Scream because it was such a cultural phenomenon through the 90s and early 2000s like you know, it was it was very iconic and really did reshape the slasher genre. I know that was one of the things that it needed. Uh, Scream is very pivotal in that whole movement uh, in, in the genre. And I've seen clips of the first one, and I know it's like terrifying to me. So I don't watch the horror <laughs> films at all. And I I think the, the most experience, uh, you know, exposure to Ghostface that I have is through uh, the scary movie franchise.
1: What's up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the and the the silicone boob at the very beginning
0: oh yeah all the stuff it's uh you know oh god it's so good do you know where i'm hiding it's like yeah you're under the you're behind the curtains you're behind uh,
1: the curtains you're behind the sofa
0: n- no yeah, I, I yeah those movies are a lot uh <laughs> the
1: first the two are great then that's came the most, everything else
0: yeah that's the most exposure spo- exposure i have to ghost face, so i don't really watch a lot of horror so I'm really glad you were able to see that. You, it's actually been like a good horror like streak for you a little bit, you know. We yeah. Have, you really enjoyed the Halloween movie. You got the Screen movie. Any other ones that, that are coming out? Like, is um, there going to be another?
1: I don't. I don't know. Think so? Um, uh, or not Right off the top of my head, but yeah, it's been a good run. I'm really happy. You know, we're in the era of reboots and sequels and taking what was once cool and make it a fresh fresh again um but yeah it was it was it was it was good it was it was a good movie i had a blast um and it's just what i you know you you want there are certain movies that i think we want to see, what we want is what made them great and this is what we got it's just what made the movie what made scream great and this is it did it reshape the genre like the first one did no was it a little bit predictable absolutely like i 30 minutes in i guess the killer but you're like it's fun. The kills are great. There's tension. The acting was super cool. The writing is pretty witty. What else can I ask for?
0: Is there a movie that this is something I was thinking about the top of my head. Is there a movie of the past, like five, 10 years in the horror genre that reshaped the genre again? Like, you know, we, we going all the way back to like something like the exorcist shaped it. And then like, you know, some of the introduction of slasher films and then, you know, scream reshaped it again in the nineties and took it over again. Mm-hmm. And then, Stuff like Saw took over in the 2000s, and then you had like the super low budget, like Paranormal Activity stuff. Like, is there anything in the last like couple years that have has like arisen as like something that you said could be a really good future for horror or anything like that?
1: Um, I, I don't know if reshaped the genre would be the word, but if I were to choose, I would say Get Out is the movie that most horror fans reference in the 2010s about a movie that came in and gave us something new and fresh um at and took horror what is called as quote-unquote elevated horror um and gave us that elevated art sea horror um you know because get out is basically a drama with horror elements in it so i would say get out is the movie that a lot of people refer to as like okay this is the movie for the horror genre that defined this specific decade so i would say get out and in contention, maybe something like Hereditary or Midsummer are in there as well. But definitely, Get Out would be my my pick.
0: Okay, no, that's a that's a good call because I mean, this is especially just off the top of your head because I would say yeah, Get Out's a good look at that because it also ele- you're right, it elevated it, made it more back into the the prestige area there, yeah. where it's getting nominated for Academy Awards and. Um, people thought it should have won Best Picture that year, actually, uh, and, and actually it talks about different types of horror as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard the same thing with the Hereditary. Uh, not the same thing, but I've heard like how Hereditary has been really big for this. Uh, yes, this, this, this sort of movement because um, it's another franchise you can include in there. So that's pretty good yeah because um,
1: hereditary i love it hereditary because what hereditary hered i can't even speak today hereditary did was that it took the artsy thing and brought it into like the possession genre of horror because hereditary yeah. is more demon and possessions and this and that and cult and it took what get out did with a more mainstream kind of horror and put it into the possession horror which is really cool <laughs> but still maintain the artsy thing which was really cool. Um, I know you'll watch Hereditary right after this.
0: Yeah, Podcast probably not going to see that
1: movie. Not definitely not <laughs> seeing that.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just curious because like it's such an interesting thing. Because I I'm interested in like the concept of horror films because I understand mm-hmm. why people like them, but I have no desire at all to watch them because I don't enjoy the feeling of being scared. Yeah. But it's a, but but, but like
1: you it. said, and to wrap this up, it's been a really good few years for horror fans. You know, we got Get Out, Midsummer, Hereditary, Halloween came in and gave us something fresh and new now we got scream um very good so it's been a good six seven years for horror fans um and i'm happy that we're we're getting that streak of good movies with a nice balance of like oh horror movies can actually be really good and not just for the niche fans of the genre
0: good um another movie that came out that's kind of like you know taking this and, and elevating it again some rehashed material is the movie, the tragedy in Macbeth, is the other movie we're going to talk about here. This came out, uh, came out a couple of weeks ago in theaters, but it, it, it like limited, limited release. But it's now on Apple TV Plus. So if you have Apple TV Plus, you can check it out. This is the one that's uh, written by, written and directed by Joel Cohen. The original, obviously, is written by William Shakespeare. Have you heard of him oh, before? Oh yeah,
1: that guy. Yeah, that guy. I think He's like um, an indie writer.
0: Yeah, he's just like this uh, anonymous author who wrote like basically the the, the master
1: works of english
0: the yeah. 500 year next 500 years of storytelling um anyway this stars dunzel washington and francis mcdormand um and this came out on on apple tv plus i saw it this weekend i know you saw it this weekend again or you saw it like last week but um it was i was pretty i was pretty impressed with this what did what did you think about it
1: um listen i thought it's a beautiful movie i think it's I mean, it's Cohen, um, granted by himself, I believe this is the first movie he ever does by himself and not with his mm. brother. Um, I thought it's a beautiful movie. You know, I'm, I'm an English major, so mm, Shakespeare is in my veins. I thought it was a great job at bringing the tone and the setting of Macbeth. Um, I loved the staging. I love the production design. It gave me the, the theater feel without feeling too like a camera was just there recording a play um which is something that i really love the effects were fantastic the cinematography is beautiful all the technical aspects are great i am in love with Catherine hunter as the crazy sisters she was fantastic that first scene that we get her what she does with her body i'm like wow um she is in harry potter order of the phoenix in two scenes so harry (laughs) potter people yay um then so it's fantastic of course um I thought it was fine. I, you know, it's Shakespeare. Um, you either love or hate it. I walked away thinking it was just fine. It's nothing special apart from the technical aspects. I do have one complaint, and I don't I never thought I would, I I never thought after seeing the movie this was gonna be my complaint, and is that she is fantastic because Frances McDormand is always great, but I do think she was miscast Mm. as Lady Macbeth. I never bought I don't think she has chemistry with Denzel Washington. Um, and I never bought her descent into madness in the movie. Um, I would have liked to see somebody like Jessica Lange play that character, but she's fine. It's not, she's not bad. She's Frances McDormand. She's never going to be bad, but it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, if It's Shakespeare. So I don't, I think if you're not into Shakespeare, you're not going to be into the movie, but it's beautiful. And I can't wait to see it probably win cinematography at the Oscars.
0: Yeah, I was really impressed with this. I have to say it was I thought it was really cool. It was really, really well done. Um, Like you said, the visually, I think, was the most striking part of it. It is um, it's an A24 movie. It's in black and white and it's done in a two three ratio, which is not something that's typical for movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two three ratio, if you don't know, is what old TVs were done on, you know, like before we had, you know, hd TVs when the the old TVs (laughs) that everybody has to have and you had to hit in order to get to work sometimes. That's the two, three ratio. That's the standard ratio for that. And this is purposefully done in that ratio. So it's a little bit different and it's done in black and white, which changes. And I think is actually a really good way of portraying this. And I thought it was going to be an interesting choice in the beginning. And then it starts to play more into that because, you know, if you know the story of Macbeth, I mean, I read it when I was in high school but you know, the story of Macbeth is all about a character who's torn between like what he, what he should be doing for his country or for his own personal ambition and things like that. So it's a really torn character and that's where black and white kind of works because you know, the character has both ends of it and there are some areas of gray in between of like what he should be doing and, Ultimately, doesn't make the right choices. <laughs> Spoiler, mm-hmm. uh, but it's Macbeth, so I can't spoil something that came out 500 years ago. Exactly, so. <laughs> this came out
1: in what 1623. It's the yeah. I saw people complaining on Twitter. Oh, people are spoiling Macbeth. I'm like, are you serious? This came out in 1623, I believe. Like, yeah, no,
0: yeah, no. You, can't spo- yeah. It, okay. you can't spoil. Yeah, it okay. Can't spoil Macbeth. People die. Okay, and like, I think that was really a good choice to put it in black and white. And I think the lighting itself is really good throughout Mm -hmm. the movie. There's some very harsh lines that are done like where it's strictly black and strictly white lines instead of the gray, I think, at some point. Some of the lighting is really cool. There's very strong uh, sunlight that is brought into some of the staging. And like you said, the technical aspects are really, really cool. Uh, I think the staging is really well done. The staging, I thought, was really, really impressive. Some of the sets are very pared down Mm -hmm. and modern, but also classical they look like set designs for a stage but definitely are put on a sound stage so i think that's really cool uh because there's the audience is the camera and the camera moves which is a cool way of doing it so it's like if you were if you were in the audience and the stage rotated around you or you it was a really really cool experience i think um denzel was obviously great because you put denzel washington delivering shakespeare and you're gonna have gold right there Mm i thought he was really good i thought some of the other supporting performances were really good specifically um i thought Corey hawkins was really good in this as really well good. um you know i don't understand why Stephen root is now in everything but he just shows up in this i just he's just in everything he was in the latest episode of the mandalorian too was. i don't know if he, God, yep. he's just in everything uh Francis mcdart was she's fine i didn't think she was that great but like you know some of the other performances i thought were, were really really good um you know, in, including, uh, I thought, even Brendan Gleason or, or Harry Melling, who is having a surprisingly great, great career. Run, I, I'm actually yeah. really, really surprised. Harry Melling, by the way, if you don't know, is uh, in Harry Potter. He doesn't look at anything like he did in Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 he plays Dudley in from Harry Potter. Yeah, and he's, he's just everything nowadays. And, uh, yeah, I thought he was actually pretty good in this. Yeah. Um, Bertie carville who plays banquo i thought was really convincing uh i I thought there were some really really good performances overall i think the movie was enjoyable as a shakespearean movie it's still a shakespearean movie
1: yeah it's very shakespeare
0: so you got to keep that in mind it's not something that i'm gonna be like oh my god guys let's go check out like the tragedy Macbeth. let's pop that up on you know the apple tv plus machine right now like i'm not gonna do that again i saw it and it was good uh it could win some awards i think denzel's up there and he'll get nominated i believe I don't think he'll win, but he'll get nominated.
1: Yeah, this is not the role to give him his third, but he'll get nominated.
0: I could see some other things getting, you know, nominated there. I mean, I think art direction and cinematography, I think, are certainly in the in the in the veins there. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't know if it'll win those necessarily. Maybe it will. I mean, I think the the cinematographer here is the same cinematographer that the Coens have used in many things in the past. So I think it's pretty standard for them. But I think that was pretty visually great. I would recommend checking this out if you are interested at all. Uh, it's a quick movie too. It's tight. It's an hour forty-five, which is good. Yes, I yep. like that. I really do like that. It's an hour forty-five. After, That's especially a
1: nice- after a year with movies, that, most movies were like three hours long, and they felt like they were three hours long. Yeah, mm. I've
0: been I've been doing a lot more diving to find horror films. <laughs> like, I'm like, give me a good like hour half film. Maybe we'll do an episode coming up. You know, in the next couple months, where we're just like, let's dive into pick five movies that are under an hour and a half, under hour forty-five, and just suggest those because sometimes it's like you want to watch a movie, but you don't have three and a half hours, or even two exactly. two forty-five, you know, or two two thirty, two seven. I think was one movie was like two hours and seven minutes, and I'm like, ugh, do I really want to sit there for two hours <laughs> and seven minutes? So maybe we'll do that in the future. I think that could be an interesting episode. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. But it was good. We'll see what happens at the Oscars. It was a good movie. I really, I really, really liked it.
0: The next thing we want to talk about here before moving into our, our snow movies is a trailer that just dropped, not for a movie, but for the next Marvel Studios television show, which is the one that we are probably the most excited for this year, and that's Moon Knight. This is the series that stars Oscar Isaac as the titular character, it comes out March 30th on the Disney Plus machine. And it the trailer just dropped, like, yesterday, I think, uh, as we're as recording. It's like yesterday on, on Monday. And um, this movie, oof, sorry, TV show, oof, looks so good. <laughs> it looks
1: so good.
0: And this isn't just because we're, I mean... I'm not gonna lie to you some of it is definitely influenced from the fact that we are big oscar isaac fans yes you and i are both big oscar isaac fans i mean look at his face so i mean it's not hard (laughs) but uh it just looks really really good do you have any thoughts
1: uh um, on oscar isaac that's it that's that's the thought no it looks really good um I think it was the only reason I had in the background football yesterday on my television because I was waiting for the trailer to drop. <laughs> um, as I was unpacking from, from, from the weekend that I came from Vegas, it looks really cool. It looks good. You know, even the week I think we said here, like, I'm not a fan of Captain Wilter Soldier, but even that had really good moments in it. So even Mar- I think Marvel's shows have been really, really satisfying and really good. This is a different take. Moon Knight, I'm really excited. I'm really curious and excited to see how they tackle him because Moon Knight tends to be very violent. He's one of the most quote unquote violent characters in the MCU. And um, Marvel has a tendency of, you know, PG-13-ish everything. Uh, but it's Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. Come on, like those two actors, they're friends yeah. in real life. They're great friends. It was literally Oscar Isaac who called up Ethan Hawke, I believe, and said, hey, you want to be in Moonlight? And he's like, okay, sure, it's for you. Why not? After saying like three years ago that he would never be in a superhero thing. Uh, so there you go. The money, money talks. Uh, it looks damn good. It looks damn good. And, you know, his costume looks great and the Egyptian god that we get in the trailer looks so damn good. So it looks, I'm, I'm really excited to see Um, what they do, and it's six episodes, so we'll see what they do in six episodes.
0: Well, they're yeah, they're 40 to 50 minute episodes, so they're like proper long episodes. So it's Mm. very similar to The Falcon and the Winter Soldier with that respect, where it's a lot longer episodes. I think it could be really good. I mean, I'm a big fan of Oscar Isaac, I also really like Ethan Hawke. And the problem that I have with Ethan Hawke sometimes he does a lot of dark things, so I don't like dark things. So it's like I'm really a big fan of his, but I want to see more of his work. But you know, some of the stuff I've kind of shied away from so I really like him also as just a person uh, I've, I've heard a lot of interviews with Ethan Hawke and he's just a very generous actor and genuine mm-hmm. person so I really really like him and I'm really excited to see him in this series and I think it could be pretty exciting because it looks aesthetically it looks amazing I think the production value is really there it doesn't look anything like Hawkeye which I thought Hawkeye was fine I thought Hawkeye was Good Marvel series, time, yeah, yeah. It was a good Marvel series, but it's really still just like a fun, light comic book series. This looks like it's going to go in a little bit different direction. I think some of the 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 showrunner behind it is Jeremy Slater, who is also really well known for being the executive producer of The Umbrella Academy,
1: mm-hmm. a,
0: a series on Netflix, which I'm a very big fan of. I think it's a very interesting take, and again, something that is a different version of superhero movies and superhero stories. And I think taking his vision for this character is going to be really great. The the trailer was really exciting with like time jumps and multiple personalities and not understanding where you are. And I think it looks like something I'm really, really excited for. Um, I think this could be, it has the potential to be a really elevated series that they are able to put out there
1: Mm -hmm.
0: because it's not as straightforward as so we've had a couple of straightforward series. You know, I'd say Hawkeye and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier were a little bit more straightforward. And we've also had the other series like Loki and WandaVision, which were a bit more different and they're strange and they're a little bit less linear and, and totally cohesive because they're dealing with different elements. And I think this has going to go in those ones and in that vein rather. And this is, that's more of the type of series that we've enjoyed. You know, you and I have both enjoyed WandaVision a lot. We both enjoyed Loki a lot where the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Hawkeye were not our favorite series. They're, they're enjoyable to an extent. They're not our favorite series though. And I think this definitely has the potential to be right up there with it.
1: I agree. Um, yeah, it, it just looks, it just looks good and different. And again, Marvel shows have given us something different each time we can debate whether they're great or just fine or just one-time watches, But they've done something different with each show, and I'm excited to see this. And I'm excited to see Oscar Isaac in Marvel. That'll be fun, especially now because Kevin Feige confirmed that after the show, he's jumping into the movies. Um, So we'll see. It's his second run at superheroes because he was cast as an atrocious apocalypse in X-Men. Oh, yeah. That
0: was one of the worst. That's probably the one of the worst superhero movies there is.
1: Yes. So time for a nice redeeming moment in the superhero genre for Oscar Isaac. And hey, I'm just gonna say it with or without the beard. It's still Oscar Isaac. It's fine we'll survive people he's
0: he's got this accent going on that's interesting i have no idea what he's going on (laughs) but like it's it's gonna be interesting it looks great i mean the visuals are are fantastic yeah it it, it was shot in hungary and jordan so like you know they're making Hungary look fantastic they're making budapest look like i don't know amazing i think it looks really good so if you haven't seen it yet definitely go on you know, pause the podcast and check it out if you have the, if you have the chance. Check out the trailer for Moon Knight. I think it looks really, really good. So it's something you can get excited for. So definitely check that out. And I, I actually really like that the the directors uh, of the episodes are, are going to be are pretty exciting. Uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are directing two episodes. They're they're a good directing duo or making a breakout right now. And the other one is Mohammed Diab, who is a Egyptian uh, director who. Has worked on a bunch of Egyptian stuff, but it is nice to have that sort of representation as well because I know a lot of this is dealing with um, like Egyptian mythology and Egyptian yeah. characters. So it'll be really cool to have that sort of take in there too. So I think that's it's pretty great that they're, you know, one of the things Disney has been doing more recently uh, has been giving more representation for some of their stuff. So I think that's pretty cool to to see that as well. So I think it'd be really exciting. I, I think the trailer just looks awesome. It yeah, looks really good. really good. So definitely definitely check that out. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into some snow movies. I mean, that's what we're here for snow. So let's talk about them in just a minute. So we're back. We're going to talk today about snow movies. This is something that came up really over the weekend. We were trying to figure out the theme for this week and talk about stuff. We were going to go into some different things, but we decided ultimately with the snowstorm that came in over in the Northeast, at least, and across the East Coast like why don't we talk about snow movies you know things that like just any movie in which snow plays a very significant role i thought this was kind of funny and we started going through in our head like oh my god what movies deal with snow and we we started to come up with lists of movies and tried to come up with more and more i think i ended up having a list of what 30 movies you had something like 20 something movies on your list and and then we were like, okay, we can't talk about all of them because it's a little bit ridiculous. So we've we, we've whittled this down to five movies each that we are just going to share with you. Now these aren't like the best snow movies. These are you know high quality snow movies. These are just movies in which snow plays a significant role that and we like. Yes, that we like. We yeah, we like them. That's it. <laughs> Deal with it. whatever it's fine it gets a little bit more of a taste into our tastes you know sometimes our our listeners are hearing about like movies that are out recently and they might not have seen them so it doesn't really help but i guarantee you a lot of our listeners have seen some of the movies on my list and some of the movies on your list they're they're really really good movies i think they're really fun movies to talk about so we're just going to talk about some of them you know (laughs) now i'm sure that people will be upset that we didn't talk about some movies like someone's gonna be like oh my god how did you not talk about ice age because we're not talking about ice age Mm -hmm. sorry no (laughs) although that movie just just quick side note because i guess we will talk about ice age really quickly that whole franchise by the way is ridiculous it's ridiculously
1: stupid i think i've seen only the first and nothing else
0: so the the first one right there's there's human beings in it and then they go back to like dinosaurs. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Whatever. Um, yeah, but we're not going to talk about that as one of our recommended movies here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got we've got a ton of recommendations here to talk about. Um, I think these were just really fun. Uh, we've decided also for our list not to include any holiday movies, any Christmas movies, anything like that, because that's just too, not easy, but it's too cheesy. Like You don't want to put it in Christmas movies because that's just kind of boring.
1: Yeah, and it's too, it's it's too, it is easy. It is easy. Like, oh, oh Christmas, because it has, no, no, this is a mo- no, it's too easy. So no Christmas movies in this one, people. Go back a couple episodes and you'll hear our Christmas movies draft.
0: Yeah, exactly. We did a whole episode on that, so we're not going to talk about any of those.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But we we, it was actually honestly difficult to whittle this down to five movies. Because our list
1: contains contain movies that we actually like a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, oh, do you want to start off with uh with your, your first movie on the list? Yeah, okay. Well, so let's, let's get into it. Let's let's start talking about these movies. I think it's really fun. So, so what's what's uh your number one, your first movie on the list? Here?
1: Listen, my number one movie is a movie that came out, oh my god, almost 10 years ago. And yes, I am obsessed. It was my number one song in 2021. Almost a decade after the movie came and it's frozen shocker if you know me are you really shocked that frozen is in this list no So you're,
0: you're so you're talking about the 2010 horror film that came out called frozen that's yeah absolutely
1: yes the song for that i play every single time
0: do, do you know uh, that's an actual movie by the way
1: i i know that's an actual movie, where people yeah.
0: get stranded on a chairlift and have the, to survive yep <laughs> anyway i I know that's not the movie but that is another frozen movie
1: (laughs) well contrary to steve's just little um you know summary (laughs) i'm talking about frozen the disney animated one the movie that gave us let it go a song that to this day we can't escape and actually that song was dethroned today by we don't talk about bruno from encano um becoming that song just became the highest disney song in over 20 years but anyway frozen basic story Elsa, Anna, sisters. She has power. She freezes Arendelle and she and Anna has to, you know, talk to her so she can unfreeze Arendelle. This movie became a huge hit for Disney. It reminded um, a lot of fans of Disney, like myself, of the famous Renaissance era. Like I said, Let It Go became a huge success. This movie won a couple Oscars. It has a sequel. There's a third part coming up, I think, in three years. Um and it's about snow, because her powers are about ice, and she literally freezes the entire place. So there's a lot of snow, and there's a cute little snowman, and there's a huge little snow monster. So if you haven't seen Frozen, you probably are one of the few people in the world that hasn't seen that movie. So go watch it, because it's great. And it's funny. Yeah.
0: And if you have, if if you haven't seen it, you definitely don't have kids. Number one, Um, (laughs) like there's no way you could get away from it. It's unbelievably popular. I remember when that came out and being like, because I didn't hear about it. Like I never, I never, I think it came out and my sister was still working at the movie theater at the time and it just kept going and people kept going and seeing it. And it just was like one of those things where. It just was trending in the theater and just churned out every single week. More and more people are going to see it, and then "Let It Go" became like the song that it became, and it, it was just a huge, huge phenomenon. I remember that, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a good—it's a good movie. It's a really solid movie it's a really too. Good
1: movie. I remember I was teaching elementary school. That—that um, that was my last year teaching elementary before I moved to high school, and obviously, all the kids were obsessed with "Let It Go." It was every say. I mean, granted, so was I but you know it was in the school playing every single day
0: yeah it's definitely a good uh good one yeah good one
1: what's your um, first one
0: my first one is the whole re- the one of the the main theme of this whole episode was because i had a snow day the other day uh mine is, is snow day <laughs> the 2000 nickelodeon <laughs> movie snow day uh, this is this was such a great movie for me as a kid uh, it came out at the perfect time i was 12 when this came out so was that it, is
1: that is that 2000, 2001, 2000,
0: 2000, 2000. It came out. Wow. Yeah, It's, it's you know, it's got Chevy chase and gene smart in it. And, uh, it's about a bunch of kids who decide to, you know, they get a snow day, which is like out of a freak snow day where they get like an obsessive amount of snow overnight, by the way, and nobody knows it's coming. That's really, really bad projections by the, the meteorologist minus Chevy <laughs> chase, by the way. Like they have no idea. Um, And they get like two feet of snow it's pretty ridiculous and a group there's two coinciding stories that are going on one is like a group of young kids are trying to stop the snowplow man from uh i don't know from plowing the streets from doing his job literally the guy is there to do his job which is plow the streets and make sure people can get places safely (laughs) and these little kids are like no we want a second snow day so they like literally try to they kidnap his bird and do all this crazy stuff. <laughs> wow, I to...
1: remember that the bird.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, it's prudence. That's the bird's name. Remember or Trudy, Trudy, right? Trudy. Trudy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty great movie. And the other one at the same time, it's a snow day. So anything could happen. So this, this guy tries to, you know, hook up with this girl and uh, his best friend is also in love with him. I don't know. It's, it was, fun. it was good. I love this movie. I think it's really, really funny. I remember it being a Nickelodeon movie and uh, I remember them making a snow fort and playing Super Nintendo inside the snow fort and thinking that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's
1: right. That they go into the little slide. They have like a little yep. slide going in. Yeah. and then I haven't seen snow... that in ages. I want to see that movie now.
0: Yeah. Snowplow man comes by and nearly kills them by yep. destroying the whole thing. Yeah. He like almost kills them and kidnaps <laughs> a kid. Like it's pretty messed up. Like that guy should be in prison that it, it, it's pretty crazy. <laughs>
1: uh, what well, the two thousands used to get away with?
0: Oh, it was really good. I love that movie. Oh, it's great. And if you want to check it out, it's on Prime right now. You can check it out on Prime.
1: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in the background while I'm making dinner because I <laughs> want to see that movie. That's I remember. I I might have had it on VHS actually in the orange Nickelodeon VHS.
0: Isn't it? uh the the, the main theme song is by Hoku
1: yes uh um, i do remember that d- is it s-
0: another dumb blonde is that
1: another it? dumb blonde yeah another dumb yeah. blonde
0: yep yeah. there you go that's the main theme
1: another dumb <laughs> just, blonde i think that became their biggest success ever
0: <laughs> yeah that was her biggest success i believe is she i think she had another one too uh i don't remember is that i'm just trying to think like that's yeah that that that's that, that's it yeah that's my uh that's my first movie off the list you, you can't you can't go wrong with that
1: <laughs> yep it was that and then um
0: Perfect Didn't day from
1: Legally Blonde. Legally
0: Blonde. Yep, perfect day. Legally Blonde. There
1: you go. There you go. Wow. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> We're old. oh old. It's, it's great. Shall we move on to my second one?
0: Yeah, let's get your second one up here. Otherwise, yeah, we can my keep talking about this one, for too long.
1: <laughs> absolutely. My second one, um uh, a huge fan of fantasy as well. And my second one is Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the only good one of the trilogy that they ever did uh, in my eyes. Um, you know, this is the first book in a, this is the first film based on the first of a series of books by C.S. Lewis. Um, it came out in 2005. Um, and it tells the story of four siblings that are adopted by this man who, and in his house, there is a wardrobe and it's a portal to a different world and they go into Narnia. Um, and when they walk into Narnia, Narnia is frozen by this by the witch, um, played amazingly. Um Oh my God, why am I blanking on it? By Tilda Swinton, who I still Mm. believe she deserves an Oscar nomination for this movie. Um, You know, it's a great fantasy film. I believe it was one of the top grossing films of 2005, along with Harry Potter. And i blanking on the other one. But it's really, really good. And like I said, it's the first of the trilogy that they did. Um, They never did the fourth one, which I thought they were going to do, but they never did. Um, It's just a great movie. Um, Great performances. Great. Great visuals, great costumes. You have James McAvoy uh, playing Mr. Mm-hmm. Tumnus. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, again, who are you? And why are you listening to a film podcast? But we still love you. Keep keep listening, please. Um, go, But go watch Narnia. It's great. Really, really good. I love that first movie.
0: I wasn't the biggest fan because I was really a big fan of Lord of the Rings. And then they had this um, giant fight in the end of that. And there was no yeah. blood. And I was like, wait, what is this? There's no blood. The lines just <laughs> mauling people. Why is there no blood? So yeah, I was like, this is weird.
1: There's yeah. no blood.
0: <laughs> Peter Jackson isn't directing this one. So I was, I was a little weird off. <laughs> <laughs> My number two on here is a movie that I remember seeing for the first time in elementary school. Like in school, we watched this. And you know, you can't talk about snow movies unless you talk about winter, as in penguins and eskimos and igloos and ice so obviously it's cool runnings you can't mess with it i love cool runnings the story of the jamaican bobsled team from 1988 in the calgary yep. canadian olympics i mean it's uh, it's fantastic this movie is uh absolutely amazing i i absolutely loved it it's a disney film it's on disney plus right now i believe so you could check it out but you know it's got just super great characters whether it's Doris or sanka jr You'll, uh Irv, like you know, they're just they're just great, great, a uh, Jamaican bobsled team. You can't make it up. Like it, it's it's based on a real story. It's mm-hmm. it's really inspirational. It's really fun. It's very light. Uh, it's got one of the best slow claps of any movie in the history of slow claps. I think it has like seriously one of the best in this. Um, it was really really fun. I, I genuinely remember like loved 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 watching this saying to my friends like hey like like sanka you dead yeah man you know like it's just so good i i really really enjoyed it it's it's colorful it's so equivocal of the early 90s movies um and it, it's such an inspiration it's great now especially because we have the winter olympics coming up in a couple of weeks so you could check we that out that, yeah to, to just get excited about it so yeah certainly check that one out for for sure did you ever see this you, you enjoy it
1: yes um i was gonna say i haven't seen it in a, in, in a long time but it was huge in in puerto rico i mean i'm from the caribbean and i remember this movie being huge because obviously this is based on a true story in like a caribbean country going to like the winter <laughs> olympics like our winter is 78 degrees uh so it was huge. i know I mean, um, some
0: people say they can't believe that Jamaica, they have a bobsled team.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was a wonder why. So it was huge. I remember this movie uh, just everywhere. I, I definitely saw it a few times when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in years. So it's definitely something that I would revisit just for a fun, for a good time. Um, but I remember really, really liking it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a, a really, really fun one. I mean, it's, it's one of my, I think Disney does some really good sports movies. I think they have some fun ones in their in their wheelhouse sometimes yes every once in a while you get you get a good one and i think this is one of theirs from the early 90s that i would highly yeah. highly recommend and it's great for kids too so i mean if you do want to check it out or just get some good nostalgic kickback
1: it's it's a fun one to put on it's a fun sure. movie absolutely i'm with you disney actually does have good sports movies that every once in a while really they got, they've, they've yeah. got some really fun
0: ones in there well, yeah. and,
1: and and even even you know we can argue the merits if they're good or bad but most of them are just enjoyable movies like for a good family time so i'm with you on that
0: I mean, one we didn't have on our list, like the Mighty Ducks is on, you know, could be a good snow one, but it's just cold because it's Minnesota. But,
1: yeah, that's it. That's yeah. cold. <laughs> it's around. just cold.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a Disney movie. Uh, you know, you got like, remember the Titans, you have Invincible. There's there's some fun ones throughout there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. So true. My number what number three. Yes, my number three. three is a science fiction disaster movie. I love me a good disaster movie. They're cheesy and their effects are Tend to be horrible, although this one is an Academy Award nominee. Um, and it's the day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow is directed by Roland Emmerich. He loves gives it, giving us disaster movies. Um, and it stars Dennis Quaid, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, you know, a couple years after Donnie Darko, right before Brokeback Mountain. And it just tells the story of, guess what, global warming and how the world is going to suffer three huge winter, the i the new ice age and three huge winter hurricanes converge into one and the entire northern hemisphere of the world just gets frozen. Um, Yeah, it's a
0: future documentary, yeah.
1: Yeah, so basically, you know, what's going to happen in the next couple of hours... um, It's a great movie. I really like it. Like I said, I love disaster movies. I don't know why I'm really drawn to that genre. But I actually think this is one of the best disaster genre movies out there. The effects are really cool. The landscape, um, especially towards the second half of the movie, when we get the entire world starting to freeze, just really, really damn cool. Um, And this is just a good movie. It's a fun time to put on. Um, You know, you have Jake Gyllenhaal, Emmy Rossum as well. Um, so if you haven't seen The Day After Tomorrow, go see it. It's a really fun movie. It is a little long, but it's Ronald Ronald. Um, it's Roland Emmerich, so his movie said to be two plus hours, but it's good. It's good, and I don't think it feels long.
0: I was gonna say, you definitely are are disrespecting Emmy Rossum in this because I was a big fan of hers because of this movie. (laughs) This movie came out, and I was like, that person right there. I really, really (laughs) found I fell in love with Emmy Rossum for like a good year because of this movie it was this movie and she did the Phantom of the Phantom. Opera yep. the same I think it's the same year too I I, if I recall
1: I think Phantom is, is the next year maybe is it nope know. same year same, same year Both 2004 yep yep oh, wow. both of them
0: 2004 so I was uh in high school and they we had the we showed these in school for some reason I don't know why we saw this in, in school but they showed it to us <laughs> it's like one of those things like when you had a sub and you had nothing else to do they put on the day after tomorrow
1: absolutely wow but uh
0: yeah really really enjoy this one and you're right it snow plays a very big key part it gets very cold uh to the point where everybody dies because you literally
1: freeze instantly in the movie yeah Yeah. it's so
0: (laughs) yeah i remember being terrified of being that cold (laughs) i still am (laughs) (laughs) that's why you moved down to the desert that's
1: That's why i came to the desert like it dropped during the weekend in vegas to like 40s and i'm like please get me out of here i'm done (laughs) i'm done
0: (laughs) uh my next one is one that you can watch over and over and over and over and over again because it happens to the character over and over and over and over and over again and that's not 1993's groundhog day this movie is is amazing. I think it's it's one of Bill Murray's best, I would say. It's super iconic when it comes to Bill Murray. You put a power rankings, and this is right up there in his power rankings. I would say it's like, you know, I would say it's uh like Ghostbusters, and then Groundhog Day. I would say those are his top, those, those should be his, his top two, really honestly. And then basically his little cameo performances he puts in all of the Ah, uh, Wes Anderson movies. I think is you know if yeah. you combine them as one movie. That's pretty good too. But you know it's a it's a great great movie. I absolutely love Groundhog Day. You know the the story of a man who goes from to Punxsutawney. He's a weatherman. Goes to Punxsutawney and then gets stuck there every single day for seemingly eternity. One of the best like time loop movies there is. It's like the iconic original. Yeah, time loop absolutely. Movie. And, you know, it's him. It's Andy McDowell. Who was like really a peak at that point right there uh and it's just pure comic gold he's fantastically funny in this movie it's fresh it's original and snow plays certainly a a very big role he gets stuck in Punxsutawney and uh, being from Pennsylvania Punxsutawney is probably not a place you ever want to be stuck around those like weirdos with hang out with groundhogs you know uh (laughs) you you don't (laughs) get You don't want to be there, okay? Phil seems like a nice guy. Probably not a nice brown. One. Let's just nope. move on for that. But he learned something along the way, and you keep thinking it's going to be uh, something different, and it's not. So I, I really like it. I think it's a funny movie. It's one to call back to. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere right now, unless you get stars. But I don't know anybody that pays for stars.
1: Why would you pay for pay for stars? I don't know anybody that does. So I'm surprised that network is still alive. Actually, yeah, I am too. I am too. Don't I don't know why billions but that's show still going on i don't know probably i saw the first season that was it
0: might even be on showtime i don't know not stars yeah i'm I'm a little shocked anyway uh i would recommend it i think it's a really fun movie to check out if you haven't seen it yet you know it's it's classic bill murray yeah
1: that's true that's a great way to say it. it is classic bill murray yeah so my number four is from Tarantino, because I love Tarantino, and it's The Hateful Eight. The Hateful Eight is a 2015 movie, um, a Western, because it's Tarantino, um, starting Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Leigh, in an Oscar-nominated performance, Walter Goggins, Tim Roth, Bruce Stern, and a few others, you know, and it's the story about Samuel L. Jackson taking this prisoner through through a trek and being caught in a horrible snowstorm and these eight people just meet up in a cabin and nobody knows who is who and it becomes it becomes this murder kind of gang related story very violent very Tarantino very bloody i really like this movie um it's i think it's really fun i know people are divided on it i like the cameo at the end of channing tatum coming into the movie i thought that was really cool Um, spoiler yeah spoiler whoops (laughs) it's seven years eight years it's i don't care um so yeah it's a great movie um i think it won score at the oscars for ennio morricone um it was his first oscar after like eight or nine nominations so it's, it's a great great score um and it's just a good violent tarantino movie so if you haven't seen it go check it out
0: you know, I haven't seen it. Oh, really? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, so that's why the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm a little annoyed that you just uh, spoiled the little cameo there for me. Well, but um, I thought you had oh. seen
1: I don't know why I th- I no, no, I've seen I, every Tarantino well, movie.
0: I've seen almost every Tarantino movie. I think mm-hmm. this is the only Tarantino movie I haven't seen, if I'm honest. This is the only one. I don't know why I've been avoiding it. I just haven't seen it yet. Uh-huh. It's on Netflix too, so I can check it out right now. Yeah.
1: It's, just, but it's it. very long, but I mean, Tarantino movies are very long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's, his movies tend to be a little long. Uh, No, I haven't. This is the only one I haven't seen. So I'll, I'll definitely have to check this one out for sure. Definitely it's looks good. Like a good one. It's
1: good. I like it. I'd like to hear what you think about it, because a lot of people are split on this movie from his filmography. But I really enjoy it, actually.
0: Yeah, I think it looks really good. So I'll have to check it out. I mean, I've heard it's like excessively violent to the point where
1: it is. Yeah, that, it is.
0: That's that's the that's really the divisiveness on it. I've heard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes sense. My next movie on the list is uh, from another film director who is very, very well-known right now. Uh, It's Bong uh, Joon-ho's 2013 movie, Snowpiercer. This movie, I mean, I was late to the game on this one. I'm not going to lie to you. I heard about it. I was like, "Ah, I don't really care. It's about like a bunch of dudes on a train. Like, yeah, I don't care. It's an English language film too. So like, you know, if you Mm. know Bong Joon-ho, Bong Joon-ho is is most famous obviously today for directing Parasite. He, He wrote and directed Parasite, which is, you know, obviously, I think one of the best movies of the past 25, 30 years. I think it's absolutely amazing. Uh, That movie is incredible. But uh, so, you know, so he he wrote and directed this movie as well. So he wrote and directed, along with a bunch of other people, uh, based on some other stuff. Um, But he he wrote Snowpiercer, which stars uh, Chris Evans and Jamie Bell and Tilda Swindon, uh, as well as in this movie. Uh, She's great in this movie. Her face is so
1: She's fantastic in this film.
0: Ed Harris is in it. Uh,
1: you Jamie know, John, Bell, Octavia Spencer,
0: yeah, John Hurt, uh, like so many good people are in this movie, and it's a, it's an awesome movie. Basically, the world. Uh, so it's it maybe this is the sequel to the day after tomorrow. You know, where the world has failed to address climate change, so everybody's frozen. Could be except yeah. for the, except for the people that are on the Snowpiercer train, the yeah. train that just travels extremely fast around the planet. And it creates this class structure with on the, tr- on the train. Yep. And it has this really interesting. It's a really interesting critique on class. First of all. Uh, and second of all, it's an awesome action movie. I mean, Chris Evans stars in it. It's, it's an original story too. Something we haven't had in a long time. In a while. It's, it's original. The story's really, really awesome. And it's, it's a kick-ass action movie. There's some twists in it that are pretty shocking and grotesque and kind of Bad. The jelly,
1: yeah. the jelly. <laughs> the,
0: like it's, yeah, there's stuff like that. Like it's, it's really, really cool. um But I think it's a really fun movie, something that I was really shocked that I was going to enjoy. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did. And I really, really enjoyed it. I was really yeah. shocked.
1: I love, you know, what's something that I love about that movie is the production design and how we go further into the front of the train and the cards just get progressively more high end. And I'm like, this is just damn cool
0: yeah it's a really cool critique uh on some of those other things like it's because it's based on I, I believe a french novel and it's it's a really really cool uh story and they they made it into a series i think on
1: uh, yes on tv and i, I think i think it's tnc i think they're going into the third season actually is
0: it i don't know I've, yeah I've i believe heard...
1: they're going into the third season i've heard okay Mixed reviews on it but i haven't things. seen it
0: yeah i haven't heard many good things about it no one's told me to watch it uh but <laughs> yeah
1: i, don't I mean know. if you're going um, through a third season people are watching it i mean it's on tnt so i assume people are watching it
0: i guess so um i would highly recommend the movie check out the movie it's on peacock right now so you can check it out i would definitely definitely recommend it it's it's very original it's a really cool movie too so i would definitely suggest checking it out
1: it's really good really really good so to end, I'm going to end in a nice little double feature, not only in genre, but um, the author of the original work. So I'm going horror, and I'm going to end with The Shining and Misery, two adaptations of one of my favorite authors, Stephen King. Um, the first one, The Shining, is a Stanley Kubrick-directed movie, um, and he also adapted the screenplay Considered one, or in the years after its release, it has been revis- revisited um, and reappraised, and it has become one of the most um, beloved horror movies out there, and a movie that redefined the genre when it came out in the 80- 1980. Uh, it starts Jack Nicholson as Jack Torrance, um, you know, an inspiring writer, writer. Um, who is in a hotel with his family and he slowly starts descending into madness because of all the evil forces around him that the hotel has. Uh, And then his son, um, Danny can see um, different presence around him. And that's what they call the shining. Um, You know, he gave us the infamous line of here's Johnny while he's um, with the ax is breaking down the door. It's a great movie surprisingly it's a movie that Stephen King hates um it's the movie that he's also that he always was um very very openly critical of and the changes that they made from the book um but this movie has huge fans for for us horror fans this movie is just one of those like top horror movies ever and then the second one from Stephen King as well an Academy Award winning movie directed by, movie director by Rob Reiner, is Misery. Misery starts James Kahn and Kathy Bates, also adapted from Stephen King, and it tells the story of um, an author played by James Kahn, and he, he's writing a novel, um, and he gets stuck in a snowstorm. He has a huge accident, and then suddenly is taken by Annie Wilkes, played by um, Kathy Bates, who is, quote, his number one fan, and she is Basically insane. And she is mad that in the latest novel, the, t- the titular character of his novels is going to die. And she tortures the shit out of this man in that movie, like literally breaking his legs with a hammer. Um, it's fantastic. Kathy Bates is amazing. Gives one of the best, for me, best female performances probably ever. Definitely top 10 for me. She won the Academy Award for this. It's a great, great, great movie. I think one of the best adaptations of Stephen King. He's also on record saying that he really loves this adaptation of his work. Um, And it's a great movie anchored by two great performances, but really, really anchored by Kathy Bates um, as Annie Wilkes in a just deranged, Performance that rightfully earned her the Academy Award for Best Actress. So, you haven't, if you haven't seen these two movies, um, and you like Stephen King or like horror or want to give um horror a shot, watch The Shining and Misery. Great movies,
0: yeah. I would say, I mean, it's one of those things that like I'm never obviously going to see these movies. I mean, I don't (laughs) don't plan on seeing them. I saw clips of like The Shining, the shot, it's they're they're very iconic movies in terms Mm. of the horror genre. I mean, The Shining is seriously again we it's funny we talked about movies that are like iconic movies for the horror genre earlier but the shining is definitely one of them it's stanley kubrick who is one of the the great film directors of of history and it's 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 so pivotal i mean it's it's such an important movie in the genre and it is one of stephen king's first adaptations to Mm -hmm. to a, a, a film you know a guy who would go on to just make some of the most iconic movies in the horror genre and, and like he writes some really really amazing things basically everything of his is adapted nowadays but you know it's it's really really pivotal in that uh and it is funny that famously he he hates his own the, that movie um <laughs> And then Misery, too. Misery is one of those things that is just, it's so well done. And, and you're right, Kathy Bates winning the Academy Award for it is absolutely terrifying in, this, in that film, yep. from the clip, the clips that I've seen, because I'm never going to watch that whole thing, too. <laughs> misery,
1: I <laughs> also, think, it's- Shining is not for you. Misery, I think, I know you're not going to see it, but I think you can definitely handle Misery, because that's yeah. just more, that's just psychological horror. Yeah. Um, so it's not the Shining that has zombies and spirits and blood and stuff like that.
0: I would say it's interesting for the fact that the director of Misery is Rob Reiner because he goes on from making, <laughs> like he's known, he's best known for making like this is Spinal Tap and The Princess Bride, and then when Harry Met Sally in his next movie after The Princess Bride and When Harry Met Sally is Misery. Misery. So like the exact opposite of what you could expect from him.
1: What is um oh my god, before we move on to your to your last, um, that adaptation of Stephen King that came out a couple of years ago that you went to see. The oh tower? the dark tower that the one.
0: dark tower it was one of the worst movies i've ever seen it was <laughs> atrociously bad that movie is horrible it was horrible I, remember, I was so disappointed i
1: remember when you you saw it with jake right
0: yep and you i was very very excited and you
1: guys came back and your face was like
0: oh uh, the, the dark tower a series that i'm a very big fan of i've read the books all of the books of it uh very big fan very excited to see it coming to the screen and it was unbelievably atrocious it's not close to the story that was given to us and it is just that was an abomination that was very very bad that's
1: um great. confession i still haven't seen it yeah you don't have to <laughs> don't worry it's it's so bad you don't have to see that. Don't, based don't on your it. recommendation i never saw that movie. yeah before. i'm going to
0: recommend not seeing that movie Oof. that's that i don't recommend not seeing movies that's one i would recommend not seeing <laughs> But my last movie isn't one movie. It's actually a triple feature of movies. So because we're dealing with snow, where do you get a lot of snow? You get them in the mountains. So I have a triple feature of mountain movies for you. Wow. All equally exciting. They include Cliffhanger takes place in Colorado mountains. Those mountains aren't tall enough. Vertical limit takes place on K2. Okay. Second tallest mountain in the world. That's not enough. Okay, let's go to the top. Everest. That's the tallest mountain in the world. Let's go. So three movies there. Cliffhanger, <laughs> Vertical Limit, and Everest. Um, starting off with Cliffhanger. This is, oh my God, Cliffhanger. What a movie. <laughs> it's it's Sylvester Stallone acting like he can climb a mountain. Um, it's a great, great movie. Oh my God. He's, he's absolutely jacked. What I love from this movie, basically a bunch of suitcases full of money, crash land in the Colorado Rockies. And he decides to lead. He's with a group of people who are, who want to go get the money and they go and get the money. But there's also a bunch of like bad guys who are also trying to get the movie starring John Lithgow as one of the main bad guys. So uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's a fun movie. I mean, it's, it's an awesome movie. It's on Netflix right now. And I'm not going to lie to you. Once we're done recording, I'm probably going to put that on (laughs) because I haven't seen it in a while. Love cliffhanger. And One of the things that's funny about this story is the writer of the story of the actual like premise and and concept of it is he's just a rock climber. He's just this dude who is a rock climber from Yosemite Valley. He who's like very well known for that because the story is based on a real event that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was a plane full of drug money crash landed in Yosemite Valley up in like the mountains in a lake. And the plane filled with like drug money and, and like weed crash landed there. And all the climb that they heard about it on the radio and all the climbers went out to it and like were able to get out there because they're climbers and they were able to get out there, got all the money and all the weed before the, the park rangers got there. So they st- <laughs> they basically took all of it. It just took all the weed and all the money to have like a ton of money and we're just hanging out with it. And they decided to take the
1: he decided to take the uh, the wow. premise of it
0: and turn it into cliffhangers. So-
1: Interesting. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh it's it's yeah it's 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 such a ridiculous concept and it's really really fun though. Um the other one is Vertical Limit. This is the movie oh my god. Uh this is the Chris O'Donnell, Scott Glenn, Bill Paxton movie <laughs> where, uh where they end up going into the the uh up to K2 to rescue I think Chris O'Donnell has to go rescue his sister who's stranded in uh, on K2. And while they're up there, they enter into like, basically live and let die. Like they have to try to survive themselves and survive the the, the craziness that's up there and the death zone and they get trapped. And then there's like people killing each other. It, it gets pretty crazy. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't seen this in one in a while, but it's pretty crazy. I remember people cutting ropes and a thing with blood. Like I just remember it being really, really fun and exciting. So I'd recommend that. And then the last one is just just because I had to put a triple feature in here, because why not? Um, Everest, you go up even higher. And again, the, the harrowing story of people trying to climb Everest when everything goes wrong. So Because why not? <laughs> because you need to go even bigger. You know, you can't have just one movie. So you got to go even bigger. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this one has stars, I, I believe this one's the Jake Gyllenhaal movie.
1: Isn't Josh Brolin in that as well?
0: Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal,
1: Josh Brolin, uh Jason Clark. Uh it's yeah. oh wow. I I didn't I saw this once and I didn't remember this cast. John Hawks, Robin Wright, Kira Knightley, Sam Worthing. Whoa.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's really good. Uh I mean that was really fun and exciting to just see because it's again, it's just a triple rock line like feature. So yeah. you could check out those
1: things. You know, I'm really excited not to rewatch. I haven't seen this because when you told me vertical limit i'm like is that the chris um o'donnell one remember when he was a thing after robin i haven't seen that in years and now i looked at it i'm like it's the same director from one of my favorite movies the mask of zorro now i want to see vertical limit again
0: yeah martin campbell's the director he directed he also was the one that directed the uh casino royale uh he's directed a couple of movies so yeah he did the mask of zorro edge of Darkness, the Green Lantern—probably not his best thing to talk uh, about—but nice. he directed Goldeneye, so like my favorite Bond movie. He directed that. um Yeah, so I mean, he's got he's got some pretty decent movies in there, and it, it was right there in the middle of it. And yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's really fun. I definitely would recommend all of these movies. um Every movie we talked about today, I would recommend. Even though I'm not going to watch some of the scary ones you talked about, uh, I still recommend that.
1: <laughs> someday, someday, I will just tie you to a sofa and just for 12 hours, scary movies.
0: So because I know our listeners are going to get really annoyed that we, you know, excluded or, oh, my God, I can't believe you forgot this movie. Are there any ones that you want to shout out really quickly about movies that dealing with snow that you want to shout out?
1: Eight um, Below, which is uh, rest in peace, Paul Walker um, rescuing his um, snow dogs. Um, Happy Feet, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Fargo. Um, those were movies that almost made um, my my five. And I really, really love those movies.
0: So other movies on my list that I had that I was just going to shout out. Uh, Little Women.
1: Oh, uh, I, like, I, really,
0: I really like the new Little Women, the 2019 Greta Gerwig yeah. version. I oh, really we saw that really together. Like we did. That's the first movie I logged on Letterboxd.
1: Really? Is, That's the first yep. one?
0: First movie I logged up. Oh, nice. uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Love that movie. Uh, out Cold. 2000s snowboarding movie. That's yeah, a very niche one. I really liked it. Hot Tub Time Machine. I don't know why Hot Tub Time Machine. It was just really, really <laughs> funny. I genuinely enjoy that movie. Uh, it's great. It's an early Sebastian Stan movie too. He's in that movie, which you totally forget that he's in there. Thirty Days of Night, the only horror movie I think I've seen on there. I, I can I can stand vampire movies. Vampires I can stand. Okay. Uh, so I like that one. That's yeah, basically a bunch of vampires uh, take over a town in Alaska when it becomes nighttime uh, for the thirty days of night. The Revenant also uh, it's a really good one. The Gray the thing the thing
1: so good
0: there are some pretty good ones on there have you um, seen I'm, the thing no i haven't seen the thing all okay. right i'd still recommend it though <laughs> apparently apparently so if you don't know the thing is about an alien it's about an alien that crash lands at the south pole yep And starts slowly it, it, what is it? it morphs into like the vision if, of people of people and yep kills all the people at the south pole station in the winter
1: there's a remake that they did um yeah, I know there's another and then you have the original and then the remake that they did
0: yeah but what i think is really funny about it is this is so it is based on you know an alien crash landing at the south pole and killing all the people at the south pole station the scientists that work oh. there. and apparently there's a there's a the story is that every year once this once the winter season starts at the south pole station the the Amundsen south pole station the that's the one right at the right at the south pole Every year when they leave for the winter, people can't come and go for the next 30 days, like for like 60 days or something like that. Yeah. They literally, you cannot go in and out. It is, you, you can't. It's just far too cold. They, every night when they, the people leave, the first thing they do is they watch this movie. That's the, the rumor there. So I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Interesting. That's kind of cool. You're like, let's watch this and let's get murdered by a thing. Literally, <laughs> a thing. The thing.
0: Not a thing, the Nothing. thing. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> the thing. Wrong article.
0: No, I, there, yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. Get it right. There's, there's a bunch of other stuff on here. I mean, there's some other fun ones that are on here. I mean, I like Polar, the one on Netflix with uh, Matt in. Yeah. Uh, I, Tanya,
1: the so midnight good.
0: sky, I thought was kind of decent. Uh, two night stand. That's a funny, uh, never um, seen it. To come. Yeah. A guy wants to have one night stand and there's a snowstorm and he gets snowed in at the person's house. So it becomes a two night oh, stand. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Pretty funny. Miles Teller, charming enough
1: interesting gotta see that then
0: and plenty more i'm sure there's a lot of other ones that we're totally missing here
1: let us know which ones are some of your favorite movies that include a lot of snow no christmas
0: yeah i'm sure i'll get text messages about this <laughs> you can feel free to share it with us though I'm, I'm always happy to uh shout you out on our episode so uh yeah i think that's that's all the snow we've got for today right
1: i'm good i don't need snow in my life anymore unless it's for a few days and that's it
0: Yeah, I mean, I have to, you know, I don't want to keep shoveling, so uh, I think that's all the snow that we have for today. Uh, We'll be back next week with more exciting stuff to talk about, so definitely check out these movies. Check out the movies we talked about before. Watch the trailer for Moon Knight. Get excited. We got a lot of good stuff coming
1: up, so thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.